0: Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley.
1: Well, we hear a lot of SHTF situations where money may become no good, and we will have to go to a barter system. So we've come up with a list here of items to store for barter. Three of my favorite on here, which I think will be very barterable in an SHTF situation long-term, would be fire starters, matches, and lighters.
0: That's for the obvious reasons, of e-
1: course. Even tender packets, little little packets of tender, commercial and don't,
0: tender. Don't they make a product called a wet fire? Yes. Explain how that works.
1: It, it's just a... I'm not exactly sure what type of material it is, but it's something that'll burn even when it's wet. You can buy them commercially. They come in little small foil packets, open it up, take it out, spread it out some, fluff up the fibers in there, and it will catch a spark. And uh, we've used them out here we carry them in our bags, and we've used them out here in the fire pit before. I was
0: going to say, because they're in a foil packet, that would be easy to stow several of those in a, like a uh, everyday carry bag or a bug-out bag, a get-home bag, um, purse, pocket, that sort of thing.
1: Right. That I don't think I have any in my EDC bag, but I know I have them in our car bags. What else would you think?
0: Well manual can openers and this is something i can't stress enough a lot of preppers are very excited about the canned goods that they're um, prepping and storing and that's great but remember in a power down situation where you've got absolutely no generator no power no electrical your electrical can opener isn't going to open those cans and unless there's a pop top you've got a can that you're going to have to beat into with a knife or something like which would not be safe so Those comfortable, uh, larger-sized manual can openers is an absolute must.
1: Certainly. And if you're purchasing it to use, to have for you, spend the money and purchase a good one. Yes,
0: they're more comfortable in the hand. They they work every time. They don't usually hang up, you know, with rust and whatnot.
1: And they're more durable. Mm Mm-hmm. But now the inexpensive dollar store type are fine to purchase for bartering purposes.
0: Absolutely. That'd be a great barter tool.
1: And when we talk about the electric can openers, how many households today would you think, and this is a rhetorical question, but how many would not have a manual can opener at
0: home? Mm, Something to think about.
1: We've become so soft and we've become so accustomed to our amenities And I know we have two or three electric can openers, Mm -hmm. but we still have those multiple manual can openers in the drawer in there.
0: In fact, I suggest you even store extra good value manual can openers in your prepper pantry alongside your canned goods, mm-hmm. just as a handy reminder. I mean, you don't have to have, I mean, yes, you can have just one, but you don't have to have just one. Purchase several, two or three or four of those good can openers and store at least two of them in your prepper pantry. And
1: this is a place where two is one, one is none, because mm-hmm. if your only breaks, what do you do?
0: Exactly. You go
1: look for the person that stored up some manual can opener so you can barter with them.
0: Something else you should be storing would be rubbing alcohol for antiseptic purposes, Mm -hmm. uh, skin cleaning purposes, wound cleaning purposes.
1: And you can add to that hydrogen peroxide.
0: Hydrogen peroxide and witch hazel. I'm beginning to see witch hazel in the stores. I did see some at Dollar General. Very inexpensive and a great type of an astringent cleaner to have Mm -hmm. on hand.
1: I know during the pandemic when... People could not get wipes. There were people making their own wipes out of half of a roll of paper towels witch hazel and water.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. There's several different types of do-it-yourself antiseptic or wet mm-hmm. wipes that you can find on Pinterest.
1: Now, you mentioned alcohol. How about drinking alcohol? That would be a barterable item for sure.
0: Well, that's true, and I realize that we have a lot of listeners that are not those that partake in Uh, Liquor or beer or the fermented spirits, uh, but plenty of folks do. And it might actually be one of those things where that can become something. You may not partake of it yourself, Mm -hmm. but you may have to use some for barter purposes, and it might be a lifesaver.
1: Right, And, and I would suggest the small bottles. You don't buy the 750 milliliter for barter. Buy the small bottles for barter. And another thing that you could look at, and you could purchase this in the larger quantity, would be Everclear. And it's like 180 or 190 proof. So we're talking 95% grain alcohol. Now, he purchased it for putting, uh, for actually making his own hand sanitizer during the pandemic early on. And, but that would be a good barter item as well. All right. Now, you mentioned the cleaning with rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide, which brings us to first aid and medical supplies. You need a, a supply of first aid and medical supplies.
0: Right, because if you're dealing in a stressful uh, SHTF situation, you could very, very likely run into um, cuts, scrapes, bruises, abrasions, lesions. Mm -hmm. Uh, That type of thing can just happen just in the day-to-day trying to either build fires, find shelter, cut wood, you know, scrapes and things like that. You're going to want to make sure you avoid infection and that you get those wounds covered well with bandaging.
1: Right, and this could be a situation where public service professional medical help is not coming for a while.
0: Yeah, you, there's no nine one one if your cell phone's not working well, and your landline doesn't and, work. And
1: even if it's a major weather event, mm-hmm. you could be way down the list. Exactly. They may be involved in doing rescue. Uh, they may be searching and rescuing people along the way and you've got a cut that normally might take some stitches and You may not be able to get to the hospital, or the hospital may be overwhelmed, and this is a good time to have that bandaging, but it's a great thing for barter as well. Here's one that's special to you, and that's baby supplies.
0: Well, I think it's special to anyone who actively has a an infant, a newborn, or a very young toddler, uh, you've got to prep not only for the adults and the, the older persons in your family, but you have to consider children, young children, infants, grandchildren. If they're living with you, if they're someone for whom you would be in their company, you've got to prepare to have some baby supplies. And what we mean by that, obviously, are all the things that babies need. The disposable diapers, the wipes, the uh, rash cream for the skin, formula, formula, absolutely some formula, maybe even some over the counter uh, pediatrician approved baby medications, mm-hmm. toys, even don't forget, these are children. You know, you can't be in a panic situation and forget about the things that they need to amuse them. So, mm-hmm. you know, pack a few dollar store toys that are safe for them to play with.
1: Right. And and back again, we're talking about barter. We don't have any young children of our own. We've got another grandchild and a great grandchild on the way, but mm-hmm. we still have some baby items stored up that we could use for barter.
0: Excellent barter. Excellent.
1: And, and you're going to run into those from time to time now here's one and it has multiple uses and that is chapstick
0: good old chapstick
1: now you can use chapstick to i mean it's a great barter item because it has so many good uses to it and one the most obvious is to protect your lips when you're out in the sun and the wind and things like that but it can actually be used, many of them can be used, to help in starting a fire.
0: Yes, because of what they're made from.
1: Right. And Jim Curtis of Jim Curtis Knives told me that when you're out on the trail or you're out working and you're continually using your knife, and, and his idea here was on a several-day camping trip or hiking, things like that, and using your knife, you can use that chapstick to lubricate your knife Because carbon steel will rust. Oh, yes. And so you see me from time to time use uh, olive oil or cooking oil or vegetable oil on my knife. My Jim Curtis custom knife. And he says use chapstick if you're in the field Mm -hmm. to protect it until you can get back home, clean it up like you should after every trip. Absolutely. Speaking of knives, a good fixed blade knife and sharpeners are good things for barter. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't stock up on $150 custom knives to barter, but you can get some nice fixed blade knives in the big box stores for 20 bucks.
0: We even saw a large container at one of these outdoor type stores oh. that was filled to the brim with pocket-sized multi-tools, some of which had knives on there and also other multi-tools and they were rather inexpensive i think five dollars or less right and we picked up several of those just to have on hand to give out as like fun gifts but again those could be some excellent barter items. If somebody really needs one and you mm-hmm. really have one, you, you could probably barter for that and get something of much greater value for your $5 bartered knife.
1: So anything with a blade on it, you can probably use it for barter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that includes hatchets or axes, or Those uh, cutting
0: saws, like small handheld saws. and,
1: and Anything yeah. like that could be used as barter. All right, now here's one that a lot of people get in trouble because I think a lot of folks um, don't think about this all month long, and that is feminine products.
0: Yes, we've got some preppers out there, of course, who are of the age, uh, the young ladies and older young ladies that are of the age where they still need to purchase and use feminine products on a very regular basis. So prep like you need to prep mm-hmm. and put away those things and store up those things that to the very best of your ability that you can and, and begin to think outside the box. Sometimes if the situation lasts for say six months or longer, you may have to become a little bit more creative with right, what you is, use But at this is time. a great,
1: great barter item.
0: Right. These are great barter items because invariably someone out there is going to be in need mm-hmm. and you may be one that, like in, in my case, for example, I don't have to use these types of products any longer, but I can store them up and they might be a great item to trade. You know, mm-hmm. maybe someone has uh, a food item or a, or a cooking utensil that I really needed and they really need my stored up feminine products mm-hmm. that I'm not using. And Here, so, this is our trade.
1: So guys, single guys, older guys, go buy some. Absolutely. I- Different got,
0: types, too.
1: Yeah, I got looked at. I, I bought a, a big bag of maxi pads a while back, mm-hmm. and one of the things was I put them individually. They're individually wrapped, and I put them into our car bags, and they can be used for bandaging.
0: They actually can. If you've got a very profuse bleeding situation, Mm -hmm. if you you yourself have an injury or you run up on someone that's got a very, very bad bleeding injury, these types of maxi pads do have the absorbing power and are large enough sometimes to make a difference Mm -hmm. and can really help you.
1: Now, put on your list, and, and we'll put this list on the Show notes in the show notes, so you can go back and refer to it if you'd like to. And let's just look at hygiene items in general. Toothpaste.
0: Toothpaste. Or you can actually get those toothpaste and travel toothbrushes, Mm -hmm. like in a little travel combo. That'd be an excellent bartering item, Mm -hmm. because... We do need, to, you know, to brush our teeth and keep our mouths as clean as possible. We may not be able to get to a dentist for some time, mm-hmm. and we need to keep our mouths and our teeth as clean as possible. So toothpaste, toothbrushes, dental floss, anything having to do with gum care, maybe even little bottles of uh, mouthwash. Right. You know, just to be able to barter. travel to keep, size. Particularly the kind of mouthwash that says on the label that it will kill germs, because not all mouthwash will kill germs. Mm-hmm. So you may want some that can do that.
1: Um, and in a pinch, you can use that Everclear as a mouthwash.
0: You can. You can do that. Also, things like soap, liquid soap, bar soap, shampoo. Uh, uh, body wash. Body wash. Think of, think of your daily life. Think of the things that you would want to use if you were able to bathe or shower and have maybe sample-sized bottles Of that type of thing available for barter, because, again, that's a personal hygiene situation, and some people really want to be clean, even in the middle of a stressful situation.
1: At some point, we have to take a bath. We
0: have to. We must. I mean,
1: even the old mountain men, they took a bath a couple of times a year.
0: Well, that's probably one time more than usual. (laughs) It's usually one time a year back
1: then. Okay, now, and these are in no particular order, but personal water filters. Now, you can get those for $19, $20, something like that. Mm -hmm. You can find them, I know on Prime Day, they were running a pack of four for some ridiculously low price, and... I know last year they did that, and our girls stocked up on some of those.
0: Yes, and what we're referring to by brand name is either Life Straw or a Sawyer Mini, and these are your instantaneous water filters Mm -hmm. that you can apply to a water bottle, and the water will filter instantly through the straw, and the water will then be purified if you don't have a way to boil the water.
1: In our car bags, we have these filters, and I would not hesitate to... Use it to drink straight from the river, if necessary, or right. straight from a creek or mm-hmm. even a mud hole. Exactly. But they do make great bartering items. Now, here's one that will be in great demand for barter after an SHTF. Now, it may not be in the first few days, but when you get into the first few weeks, uh, coffee and tea.
0: Coffee and tea. And, of course, they come in a variety of different ways. You can do coffee in... Um, sample packs that would do like a pot full or you can buy these single filter like they it looks like a individual tea bag but it's actually coffee and Folger still makes those
1: we carry those in our bags
0: and the reason we say that as opposed to a Keurig of course you could use a k-cup but you would have to come up with a different way to utilize Mm -hmm. it because it's not going through the Keurig type filter anymore
1: but we've become so addicted to caffeine, and in my hand right now, I have a cup of coffee that I've been drinking. This is about my third or fourth cup today.
0: Well, anybody that knows Mark Lolly personally knows about that
1: coffee. Oh, absolutely, and um, I, I'm going to have to have my coffee. So that's one of the things that we do uh, prep is coffee and tea, but that will be a tremendous barter item after the fact even if you buy the freeze-dried vacuum pack that
0: looks like a brick looks
1: like a brick Mm -hmm. feels like a brick so coffee some way to store that Uh, you could even use those individual packets and you could trade those four or five at a
0: time you could and so you know
1: not have to trade a whole brick of coffee
0: we've added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practical prep and buy us a cup of coffee. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practical prep.
1: Speaking of addictions, uh, smokeless tobacco.
0: Smokeless tobacco. Now, explain what you mean for those that aren't real sure about that.
1: Chewing tobacco, dip, snuff. You know, oh, yeah. Things it comes like in like that. a little pouch
0: or a canister. Right.
1: And uh, it stores a lot longer than cigarettes. Cigarettes will go stale. Uh, even if you vacuum pack them, they can still go stale over a period of time. And the price of cigarettes has gotten ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's and, a, it's a prohibitive type price. But tobacco... You know, the reality of life is tobacco will be a very premium barter item mm-hmm. for those that really want it and really need it because there's an addictive quality mm-hmm. to it. So consider it among the legal substance substances for which there is a, it, it a will, dependency.
1: It will be right up there with alcohol as far as being a premium barter item.
0: You know what I just thought about? And it's expensive. What? Nicotine patches.
1: Nicotine patches. Interesting. Mm. Let's give that some thought. I'll look into that. Okay. I'll look into that.
0: Because that's what people use in the hospital. They can't smoke in the hospital, Mm -hmm. but if you're a smoker, they'll give you a nicotine patch. Now, you think about it. Those things are actually meant to last for a number of days. Now, they're expensive, but that means that its value as a barter item just went through the
1: roof. Right. Now, there's also a new product out there that... I noticed the other day, and it's nicotine lozenges.
0: There's nicotine gum. It's been around Mm -hmm. for a while. Nicotine lozenges. See, we've got to realize that if, you know, people out there are going to be in need, we don't necessarily have to agree with their vices. Mm -hmm. But if we've got something that they need and they've got something we need, we can show enough barter for it.
1: Right. You know, everything goes out the window when we get into the kind of a situation that we're talking about here. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's continue on. Uh, this kind of goes along with the rubbing alcohol and the peroxide and the witch hazel, and that's cleaning products.
0: Cleaning products, and especially those that are easily stored and handled, like those plastic canisters of Clorox wipes, uh, bottles of peroxide, um, bottles of Lysol, uh, and, Just again, with Lysol the Lysol spray. Wipes. Lysol spray. It, it, is try to find maybe even as small as can of possible mm-hmm. because you're talking about trying to barter something of a smaller size. It's got to be easy to carry and easy to dispense with.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, also bleach.
0: Yes. Actual, you're talking about liquid bleach?
1: Liquid bleach. Yes. Now, I think you can get powdered bleach as well.
0: There are pill forms of bleach. You see them once in a while. It's harder to find, but there there are wipes made with bleach. And again, you can also make your own. Mm-hmm. If you needed to just make your own and you wanted to barter the, the more name brand stuff because it's more identifiable, that's one thing.
1: Now, bleach can be used for water purification, but be aware that there is an expiration to bleach. There is. And it, it, it loses its potency and, and I don't know all the details of what it actually does when it expires, but I wouldn't use it any longer for water purification, but you could probably still use it as a cleaning agent for quite some time.
0: Something else that you can consider that can be on a very small scale in terms of carrying would be any type of lighting, which would be flashlights, batteries for flashlights, candles, emergency candles, flameless candles even. They actually make some small little flameless candles, but anything that would produce some light there are small flashlights and small little AAA or AA battery powered flashlights you can buy at the dollar store. Mm-hmm. And you could pick up several of the. In fact, once in a while at the big box outdoor men type stores, they do some twofers. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. two for a dollar or something. And they're, they're not going to be the highest quality flashlight. It's not the type that you would buy to give as a gift or maybe use yourself. We're talking about bartering.
1: Correct, and, and we were in, we made a run to the home improvement store um, last week, and hanging there as you were going out was a pack of five LED flashlights. I think they use three AAA, and actually we have a few, and I've got one in my bag, and they do a pretty good amount of light right. coming out of Right, you can bust those
0: it. out and have five barter items right
1: there. Right, so you're talking two bucks a piece, so. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to barter, the cheap flashlights are not a problem. You can go to the dollar store and you can get a a pen light for a dollar that comes with two batteries in it. That's kind of like, the. it's not one you would want to carry EDC, but it's kind of like the cheap manual can openers.
0: And I just thought of something else, too, we can add to our bartering list, and that is small notepads and small pencils. Uh, even pens, but I was mm-hmm. thinking even like the golf pencils and little sharpeners because without being able to transmit a text message or an email on a computer, we may have to get back to writing And we writing may have messages. to leave a note we may have for to somebody leave a note. If
1: came to check on you. We are going to be at Uncle Joe's house.
0: Maybe even yeah. carry some thumbtacks, something you could tack onto a door mm-hmm. frame if you had to leave a note.
1: Now, this is not an exhaustive list. It's just a list to give you some ideas to get you thinking about some of the items that you could store for barter. You could add many, many other things to the list. I mean, I know of people that have bought 10 of the Baofeng radios, and they've said, you know, that would be a pretty good barter item, okay? That but you're getting good. into some more money there.
0: And think of this also. We know that we have listeners that are tuning in to us from all over the world, and they're mm-hmm. coming from different countries, different regions, different cultures. And so in your particular situation, dear listener, you may find that your region, your culture, your lifestyles, and those around your community, you may have different items mm-hmm. that would work as a barter situation for you, by all means. Our purpose is to get you to think as a practical prepper, To prepare yourself to be practical when it comes to having the things that you need and being able to barter the things that you don't need in order to do business, so to speak, with your neighbor Mm -hmm. or a stranger or someone in the community that you need to depend on each other for different things. And trading that kind of thing out has been going on since the history of man.
1: Yeah, and and it may not be strictly a barter situation it may be a charity situation you can just bless your neighbor with a manual can opener
0: you know you just have to read the situation exactly
1: but and we're not talking about going out and spending a ton of money to buy these items we're talking about picking up things one and two here and there but just building these things up over time exactly so anything else you want to add
0: well i think that bartering is a. Something we already do. I actually have seen bartering taking place at yard sales right Mm -hmm. here in the community. So just understand that bartering is a very interesting skill. Maybe try to practice it with your family members just for fun to kind of get in the idea of what that feels Mm -hmm. like, because some people have never, ever tried it, and they don't really know quite how to do it. So Mm -hmm. you may want to investigate that for a little while, but we want you to be safe and practical. We want you to think outside the box and realize that in a stressful emergency situation, a lot of things go out the window, but your survival, your mental and physical health and well-being is preeminent to everything Mm -hmm. else.
1: Okay. Okay. We've enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast today. And please leave us a five-star review. That helps more people be able to hear this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. Email at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.